0: I know you're here because you believe in God and his design for your pregnancy and just your care as a woman in general. And you probably know that midwives are the experts in natural birth and most likely to help you achieve your goals. But you might not know how to find them. More and more mamas are using midwives as they see how they bring better results for their friends and family. So today I'm going to help you understand the difference between the types of midwives and where to find them so you can make the best choices for your birth. The space seemed pretty basic, but if you're trying to get back on track with finding the peace and joy that God intended for you to have during this time, you just can't settle for a provider who's going to fight you at every turn. You need to have someone who understands you and where you're coming from as a foundation for everything else you desire and deserve in your care. So go grab some paper and a pen because you're going to want to take notes today so you can be sure you're prepared. Let's go. Ladies, are you tired of feeling out of control in your pregnancy care? You know deep down that there must be a better way, but you just haven't had the time to find it. Well, I want to welcome you to the Your Birth God's Way podcast. I'm Lori, a certified nurse midwife. After years of being neck deep in the broken medical system, I escaped and discovered the secret is to trust the designer. Inside this podcast, you will find encouragement, education, and information to empower you to have God's best during your pregnancy, birth, and beyond. If you're ready to reclaim your peace and joy in this beautiful time of life, this is the podcast for you. Listen to me, mama. You can do this. And just like the little engine that could, I'm going to help you do this little bit by little bit. So go grab that coffee you forgot about in the microwave and make sure it's decaf if you're still cooking a sweet baby in your belly right now. And let's dive in. Guys, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful you've come back. If you're new, thank you for joining me. I'm just, I'm so happy to have you. And I'm so humbled by some of the feedback that I've gotten so far. Um, in just my first three episodes, I wanted to read you one quick review that we got over on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't left me a review over there yet, if you would go leave me one, it would help me so much. That's Apple Podcasts. I know many of you listen to me on other apps and that's fine, but the reviews on Apple Podcasts help me the most when it comes to rankings and things of that nature. So here's one that I got in my very first few days of being published. It says, what Lori speaks is true. There's so much pressure to have babies as, it were, um, as if it were a medical condition needing medical intervention. Lori has the courage to go against the tide and speak for women for how your woman body was created and the miracles it can do. You go, girl, Lori. I hope many listen and are changed. Thank you so much for leaving this review. If you haven't left a review again, if you go leave me one, you might hear your review being read live on one of my next episodes. So be sure to head over there before you leave today and leave me a review. Okay, so let's jump into our content. Choosing a provider is probably the most consequential thing you're going to do for your birth. You can do everything right, but if you go in blind and you pick the wrong provider, you may find yourself in a tough situation down the road where you feel pretty stuck. So many people are very reluctant to fire a provider just because they're afraid they're going to hurt their feelings or, you know, have that kind of a confrontation is just. Just not easy. So it's very important that you make the right decision on the front end so you don't get into the situation of having to fire a provider. If you don't do your due diligence, you may end up with a birth experience that's the opposite of what you wanted. But don't be discouraged. It is possible to find a provider who's on the same page as you who can help you have that birth you're dreaming of. I'm going to help you with that today. Did you know that midwives are God's original birth attendants. Yep, that's right. Midwives were some of the very first people that we read about in the Bible who honored God despite the political pressure against them. Back in Exodus, the children of Israel were just multiplying like crazy, no matter what Pharaoh did to stop them. And he was afraid they were going to take over and take his power from him. So he made their life just about as miserable and unbearable as he could. And yet, they still thrive. So he get got real mad, and he ended up telling the midwives to kill any baby boys that were born. The midwives were pretty much all there was for providing care for pregnancy, and so they attended every birth. And they he thought that if he told them to kill all the baby boys, that that would stop the multiplication of the children of Israel. But the beautiful thing is in Exodus chapter one, verse seventeen, we read that. The midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them. And then later in verse 20, it says, Therefore God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't bless any other providers or even that this applies to us today. But maybe if that's who God had in charge of birth back then, maybe he knew what he was doing. So starting there is going to be your best bet just about every time. Midwives, by the way, are not just for out-of-hospital birth. So even if you want to have your baby in a hospital, you can keep listening. This is going to be helpful for you too. Also, even if you know that you have something going on that would keep you from birthing outside of the hospital, midwifery care is still an option. Midwifery care is just a different style of care that focuses on the normalcy of pregnancy. It doesn't treat you like you're an accident waiting to happen. You can find midwives who work with OBGYNs that have joint care arrangements, if that's the case, to where you have some care from the midwife and some care from the physician. So don't automatically rule out midwives in that case either. What's interesting is that the countries who use midwives as their maternity care providers for most pregnancies have much better outcomes than we do in the U.S., and there's a reason for that. Our approach to birth and our respect for women's bodies is different. Unfortunately, many providers just kind of are expecting that something's going to go wrong. They don't treat pregnancy as normal. Midwives are much more likely to treat you like you are normal like your pregnancy is normal and like you are not an accident waiting to happen one of the biggest things that is statistically different for midwives versus other providers is that midwives tend to have a much lower c-section rate so you're going to want to pick a midwife if you want to honor god's design for your birth in this medicalized country they're going to be your best bet to have a normal pregnancy, a normal birth, and a normal postpartum period to where you don't have all the complications and all the interventions that you probably didn't want. Now, as with anything, there's good midwives and there's bad midwives. So just understand that this isn't a blanket statement and I know there are exceptions, but this episode is designed to help you make sure that you choose the best midwife for you. There's something, a little term we use inside the midwifery world called medwives. And medwives are midwives who tend to practice more like obstetricians. So I'm going to help you in this episode, make sure that you don't pick a medwife. Okay. So just because I'm a midwife now, don't think that I didn't have problems choosing my provider. When I was pregnant with my first baby, I was in midwifery school getting my master's. I interviewed a few providers, and I made my choice based on personality and proximity of where they lived. The midwife I chose lived really close to me, and on some level, I kind of thought all midwives that did home births were created pretty much equal, more or less, and so whoever I chose was probably going to be a good choice. That was not wise. So let's fast forward to 39 weeks gestation. My midwife started thinking I was becoming preeclamptic, which is fair. She was looking at some indicators that she was interpreting that way, but I disagreed. So we started to bump heads. I consulted with my midwife buddies. Remember, I was in school at this time, so I had lots of friends that were either already practicing or were in clinicals, various stages of their, of their careers. And I, one in particular who is very dear to me, kept telling me I should just come and let her take care of me. Well, the caveat to that is that she lived five hours away. So I told her that she was crazy. There was no way I was coming all the way there for her to care for me. But in the meantime, I found out that my midwife's license had actually expired. Turned out that she'd had a bad outcome recently with someone that she thought had preeclampsia as well. So that's why she was afraid of me getting preeclampsia because she was thought it would happen again and she was probably even more nervous because she didn't have a license and she was afraid of getting in trouble. So by this point, two more weeks have passed and I was 41 weeks with my first baby wondering what in the world I'm going to do. At the time I lived in Nashville, I was not confident that if I crossed the threshold of any facility, any hospital, that they were going to even let me leave. I figured if I went in for post-AIDS testing, they would put the fear on me, play the dead baby card, and tell me that if I left, that all the bad things were going to happen. So I didn't want to go to a hospital. I didn't want to go get these post-dates testing that everybody says you're supposed to get, right? Now, I wasn't trusting God like I should, because I was letting anxiety and fear set in. But I also decided at that same time that I, I just couldn't trust that midwife anymore. So as my friend in my ear kept telling me to come to her house, that ended up being what happened. I drove to St. Louis, five hours away, to have my very first baby. Me and my mom took off in the car and left my husband behind because he had to work and I wasn't even in labor yet. So he didn't—he couldn't just go and sit and waste time. He had to basically wait until I was in labor. Now, I don't necessarily recommend you take the route that I took. In fact, I don't recommend you take that route. <laughs> but sometimes you've got to make hard choices when you know what you want and you know the odds are low of you getting the care you know is right in the situation you're in. I was dead set against having a hospital birth. I had worked in labor and delivery floors or on labor and delivery floors for many years. I knew how it worked. I knew the system. I knew the way the game was played and there was no way I was going. You had pretty much had to drag me in to get me to go to a hospital. I knew if I went in for prostate testing, like I said, they were probably going to try to convince me to stay and that I was going to fight them at every step. I was kind of non-compliant. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> it's true. But I knew what I wanted and I knew I trusted my instincts. I knew that my baby was well. I knew that there was nothing wrong and I did not want to be treated like an accident waiting to happen. I knew I wanted to do things different and I did. And I ended up having a beautiful, very quick birth, actually, once I got into active labor. And it was so quick that my husband didn't make it. But a cool side note is that my son, AJ, was born on my husband's birthday, naturally. So that was a pretty cool little addition, and it got him over missing it. So I tell you all that to say, you've got to take some time to make a good choice for your provider. And as you might have guessed, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you choose a midwife for your care. So I want to show you some ways to know the difference between all the kinds of midwives and where to find them. And then we'll talk about what to ask them as you're deciding who to hire next week. Okay? So first, there are the certified nurse midwives, and that's what I am. I know the most about these because of that, because that's what I am, that's what I went through my training for, and I understand their certification level the best, or our certification level the best, I should say. So most certified nurse midwives are nurses who have their bachelor's in nursing and have gotten a master's in nurse midwifery. There may be a few other less common routes, but that's the route most people take. There's a combination of didactic training, which is the classroom textbook learning work, and clinical training, which is where you're working side-by-side with midwives to learn the practical side of birth and also prenatal care, well women's care, all those things. The certified nurse midwife certification level or licensure level is the same level as nurse practitioners, but it's specifically for obstetrics and women's care. We should be able to practice independently, but in many states, the law's prevent that. Some, some states midwives are able to practice completely independently, but not all. Nurse midwives can work in hospitals or bar centers or home births. So don't think, like I said before, that if you're wanting to have a baby in a hospital, that's, that midwives are not a choice. For a lot of places, they are Midwives also, or certified nurse midwives, can also provide well women's care and gynecological care, so they can stay with you after birth, or they can even give you care completely apart from birth. So, if you're looking for a provider just for your annual pap smears and that kind of thing, nurse midwives are an option. Now, as I mentioned before, some are outstanding, and some are medwives, and that can be hard to distinguish. So, In the next episode, I'm going to give you some very specific questions to ask to figure all that out. I am a CNM, like I mentioned, CNM is Certified Nurse Midwife, and CNMs attended my first two births. One of those was at home, or at her home, I should say, as I told you the story. And two, for number two, I was in a birth center, and I had two midwives there. I had one that was already certified, and I had a student nurse midwife. So where do you find certified nurse midwives? Well, there's a website you can go to, but unfortunately, as of the time of this recording, it's not working. But I'm gonna go ahead and give you the website so you can be keep an eye on it. There's a note on there that says they're working on it. So hopefully they'll get it up and running soon. It's just midwife.org. And I think it's slash find-a-midwife, but you can click around on the page just to make sure. You can also go to state licensure websites. So whatever state you're in, go to your licensure page, which you can just search for your state name and licensure or nursing licensure. And then on that page, choose midwives to find the people who are licensed in your state to practice midwifery. Okay. So the second kind of midwives are called certified professional midwives. And these are sometimes known as direct entry midwives. Think of these as being more practically trained. They spend a whole lot of time in apprenticeship. Man, it's a hard word to say. Apprenticeship-style training. They go through a licensure exam to obtain their credentials of CPM, or Certified Professional Midwife. And I plan on interviewing some later on in our show. Well, not today, not in this show, but in a future show, to help you learn more about them, because I'm not an expert in their particular level of licensure some people will call them lay midwives but this is not correct they are trained and tested and licensed and they are wonderful cpms attended my last birth i had one that was certified i believe if i'm not mistaken maybe two and i had two apprentices as well so all kinds of wonderful care surrounding me they are very hands-off they respect birth they support your birth plan and I have no hesitation in recommending them to you, just the same as CNMs. But again, just as with CNMs, there are good ones and there are bad ones, so you've got to do your due diligence. So where do you find CPMs? You can go to slash about-midwives Excuse me, about slash state-by-state, and there'll be a link to that in the show notes, so you don't have if, I kind of jumbled it all up so you can get it in the show notes instead. Okay. The third type of midwife is just a certified midwife. They have the same level of midwifery education as a CNM, but they don't have the registered nurse portion. So they are actually not recognized in all states. Some states allow them, some don't, but they practice in the same locations as CNMs and you will find them on the same page as you would find a CNM. Lastly, there are lay midwives who have gotten their training just from working with midwives and learning in practical situations. I don't personally know any. In the past, though, everybody was a lay midwife. I hesitate to recommend them because there is no standard of licensure, but I also hesitate to condemn them because many of them know as much or more as anyone with letters behind their name. As with anything, some will be wonderful and some will be dangerous. Most highly believe in natural birth and they are willing to take on clients that others wouldn't who maybe have run out of options where they can't get the care that they want. That can be good or bad because there's usually a reason a licensed provider won't take you on for out-of-hospital birth if you've got something out of the ordinary going on. It's sad that sometimes women have their backs against the wall and they feel like they have no choice but to go this route. And it's a sign of how broken our maternity system really is. It's especially heartbreaking when someone is deemed to not be a candidate for home birth when that status came from something that was done to them in a previous birth that was out of their control. It's so sad, and it's one of the reasons I do this podcast to try to save women from ending up in these dead-end situations. So I don't recommend this option, but I do support your ability to choose it if you decide that's what's best for you. There's no centralized place that I can point you to, to find this type of a midwife because many practice underground. So word of mouth is about the only option you're going to have when it comes to finding lay midwives. If you are not able to find a nurse midwife or a certified midwife or a CPM to take care of you. Okay. So what do we need to do? We need to change our focus and put first things first. You take time to research what phone you're going to buy, what car you're going to buy, everything. But nothing will potentially impact your physical and emotional health more than your birth experience, and your provider will be a large decider of how it all goes. So take the time to choose wisely. Let me ask you have you talked to your father about this decision? Have you asked him to help you choose? Have you asked him to help you find the right provider? God knows you better than anyone, and He knows exactly what you need. So don't leave Him out of this. My whole goal is to point you back to God in all you do, especially with your pregnancy and with your health. So be sure to consult Him first and wait on Him as you walk this road. Are you overwhelmed by this whole situation? Are you like, what? I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to start. I don't know how to do this. Do you need help? I'll consult my long list of midwife friends and their extensive network as well as other resources online to help you come up with some choices if your back is against the wall and you don't know what to do. Just shoot me an email over at laurie at yourbirthgodsway.com and I'll do my best to help you. I'm working right now to develop my website and I plan to have a directory of midwives who identify as Christians to help faith-based mamas like you find like-minded care providers and that'll be coming really soon. If you want to be notified when it's up, also, please be sure to shoot me an email over at lori@yourbirthgod'sway.com at so I can add you to my email list when I get that also up and running soon. So next week, we're going to talk about specific questions for you to ask. So be sure you follow the podcast on whatever your favorite app is so that you get a notification when that new episode is up next Tuesday. And I will look forward to seeing you back here then. Y'all have a great week wait, don't leave yet. I appreciate you taking the time to listen so much, but I need a quick favor to help my podcast get off to a great start. If today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick written review? That's the best thank you you can give me, and it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you. I'll see you back here in a few days.